When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am really thrilled to um, introduce our next guest, uh, the the great Steve Forbes, who is a great dear friend, but also is a uh, an, has had an amazing impact on economic policy for the last 25, 30, 35 years. Uh, he ran for president twice, and though he did not win, he did not become president, I've always said that there's very few candidates for president who's made such an impact on policy. He was one of the first um, advocates of school choice. He was one of the first advocates of the flat tax. He was one of the first advocates of personal accounts for Social Security. He was one of the first advocates of term limits, which I'm still very much in favor of as he is. So, Steve, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Good to be with you. Thank you. Thank you for those kind words. (laughs) We still have a big fight to go. Boy, do we. (laughs) Boy, do we. So let's get right down to it. Um, I'm heartbroken, as you are, about another massive uh, near trillion dollar spending bill passing um, in the House and Senate and being signed into law this week. And um, it's interesting what people are angry about. Let's start with the thing that I think I'm finding that Americans are just furious about, which is the 87,000 new IRS agents. And you and I wrote a piece um, last week for the New York Post arguing that maybe we should just make the tax system much more comprehensible and simpler with lower tax rates, get rid of all the deductions, make it easy for people to comply with the tax code, and we wouldn't need the 87,000 agents we have now, let alone another 87,000 agents. Well, this uh, bill, as you know, and you've been uh, fighting it and others have, is probably one of the most destructive pieces of legislation we've had in recent American history. I agree. Uh, let's, start with, let's start with the IRS. That is pure intimidation. Those right. 87,000 agents, you know they're going to be judged by how much money are you raising. And we all know, despite the lies from the Biden administration, that the money's a big chunk of the money is going to come from the middle class and from uh, business owners, especially uh, business people who have pass-throughs. And we know what the drill is. They go and they will find something. When you have a 10 million word uh, tax code and all the attendant regulations, they can find anything. But what they're going to do is they're going to go after people who can't hire lawyers, who can't hire a lot of accountants to defend themselves. And so they're going to say, have we got a deal for you? You know, sort of Tony Soprano and the IRS. <laughs> right, right. And, 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 and they're going to say, well, for $800 or 1500 or 2000 you know, it's going to cost you that much to defend this thing. Right. Why don't we just settle up? And so yeah. people who've done nothing really wrong or you have a real uh, genuine dispute, given the ambiguity of the code, are going to say, yeah, I better write a check for two or three or 4000 get these people right. out of my hair. And it's not just the money that these people, that these uh, new extortionists are going to be uh, taking. Yeah. It's the amount of time and effort and anxiety yeah. 
that these individuals and these business people are going to be focusing on this uh, shakedown rather than expanding their businesses, thinking of how to improve their careers. So it's a killer on all aspects. It takes resources from the people and it hurts uh, and it hurts uh, the economy and it makes America a more of an oppressive place. I can't imagine yeah. uh, that we would have this kind of a yeah. really a shakedown police force letting loose on the American people like locusts armed with machine guns. Isn't it true? And, you know, I was reading this legislation. By the way, I don't think any member of Congress actually read this 800 page uh, monstrosity. No, I didn't. I have to confess, I didn't true. read the I didn't read the whole thing, but I did read the um, the uh, part about the IRS. And by the way, this is almost comical, Steve, the first half of the IRS section about how how these people are going to be here to help you. They're going to help you fill out your tax forms and so on. Well, actually, it turns out 5% of the money is for taxpayer assistance, and the other 95% is to, uh, is to hunt people down and to, uh, and to hassle them. But what's really interesting about the, the legislation is it talks explicitly about where they think the tax gap is, and they say that's with subchapter S corporations. Those are, by definition, Steve, small businesses. And when I talk to small businessmen and women, because they are hopping mad about this, they say they don't understand the tax code. They do the best they can, but it's so damn complicated that they don't even know what they owe. No, and the thing is, the IRS agents don't know and won't know. Right. Because, right. uh, you know, you, when you call the IRS hotline, uh, which they answer about one at a time, uh, right. they, 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 they give you often the wrong information. So, I, you know, you're exactly right. But let's get to this point about why does it have to be so damn complicated? I mean, I had a, my wife and I had a tax lien against us for several tens of thousands of dollars that we said we didn't owe. The IRS said we did owe it. And, you know, it, it, what happened was exactly what you just said, Steve, that my tax accountant and, and my lawyer both said, we think that you're right, Steve. We don't think you owe this money, but you're probably better off just paying it because it's going to cost you so much. And in tax court, Steve, um, as as you may or may not know, you're essentially guilty until you prove yourself innocent. Having a little bit trouble with the audio with Steve. Uh, Steve, can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you. Yes. Yeah, um, we're, we're uh, fading in. But yeah, I mean, how can how can we allow that to happen? Where you know that you don't have rights in tax court, and the government can actually stick its hand right into your bank account and take money out. They they, they can freeze you. They can put liens on you, and so uh, and. and uh, People are going to have to hire more lawyers, more accountants, and and, so, and, and it's just a, a travesty. Yeah. Now, the solution, which you've really pioneered, and I've been a uh, you know an, an echo chamber, as, as Larry Kudlow and Art Laffer and others, is something really simple. You, you ran on this 20-some uh, years ago for president, maybe 25 years ago. Why can't we just have a simple code? This new bill, by the way, adds hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new pages of tax code that's incomprehensible. Well, that's right. And all these new tax credits and the loan guarantees and everything else distort the economy. And so uh, what I think we're going to see ultimately happen, hopefully after 2024, is what happened back in 1986 when uh, we cleaned out the tax yes. code of a lot of tax yes. uh, 
the shelters and the like, you know, for zebras and boxcars and everything else. <laughs> right. right. And, 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 and in exchange for lower tax rates. So why not go for a low single rate, generous exemptions? You know, the flat tax plan I had, your first $52,800 of salary for a family of no four, tax. free of federal income tax. Yeah. No tax on uh, savings, only 17% above that. But you know why they keep doing this? You know why they keep cluttering the code? It's about why? power. Of course. I, I've always said, Steve, that the, you know, the epicenter of, we call Washington the swamp. And the swamp really is, is about the tax code because that's why you have these swarms of lobbyists, legislators, um, you know, they make so much money and, and, you know, the corporate lobbyists make a lot of money just lobbying on this stuff to be carved out. I love the fact, by the way, that they say they're going to make every every corporation pay its fair share with a minimum tax. But the green energy lobby is exempt from the minimum tax. Well, and uh, the so-called minimum tax is based on uh, companies uh, actually uh, uh, taking advantage or uh, complying with the law on depreciation schedules. Uh, and uh, and uh, so you have, uh, on the one hand, a book accounting, where uh, you have uh, generally accepted accounting principles. Right. They they're complying with the tax. So when you take advantage of these things, you know, like accelerated depreciation or something like right. that, the so-called minimum tax. And we shouldn't overlook what Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, and others are doing in terms of trying to get a global minimum tax where American companies overseas are going to be taxed. And uh, Yellen says, well, we should uh, pass taxes here because otherwise you're going to pay it overseas anyway. I mean, it's just as outrageous. It might be that she understands that with all these new policies, American companies are going to move overseas and they're going to take their jobs with them after, you know, under the Trump tax plan, which you had a big hand in. We brought a lot of that capital back by lowering the rates and making us more competitive. To me, this just makes American companies less competitive and it makes our adversaries like China and um, uh, Russia and other countries more competitive because we've fallen into this trap. Yes, and you, the, the world would should want America to be strong, strong economy. You know, that's how we won the Cold War in the 1980s with the huge Reagan tax cuts and reforms like 1981 and 1986, the other pro-commerce things that he did, mm-hmm. and he combined it with a major military buildup, which we need, by golly, uh, the Soviet Union collapsed. We won the Cold War, which we were told by experts was impossible. <laughs> right, right. And we've got to do we've got to do that again. Strong America means a safe world. So, uh, I, well put. And I want to I want to hold you over for a minute or two more. I know I've, uh, I don't want to abuse your time, but you've you've uh, made so many great points. And one one thing I wanted to point out, and I'd get, like your reaction to this, Steve, is that you know they have all of these subsidies to make. Um, you know, get people to buy electric vehicles. And they're practically paying people to buy electric vehicles, although you may have seen the electric vehicle industry raise their prices just as they're offering these tax credits. But what, what is even more kind of comical, I don't know if to laugh or to cry, you know, they had a provision in the in that bill that said, well, the, the, the electric 
vehicles have to be built with American parts. And then the 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 lobby for the electric vehicle industry said, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> you know where those uh, you know where those batteries are made, Steve? China. <laughs> so it turned out 85% of the cars weren't eligible for the tax credits. And so now they have to sort that out. I mean, it's so typical of the stupidity of government. But I want to, um, there is a really great piece by uh, someone who you're very familiar with, and I am a friend of ours, Larry Lindsay, who was on the Federal Reserve Board. And he had a chilling piece that he put out in his newsletter about how um the result of this bill and what's happening in the world is that we are ceding our energy control because this is a bill that is an assault against American oil and gas and coal, which is where 75% of the energy comes from. And Larry talks about how there is a new axis of evil. And that axis of evil is China, Russia, and the third uh, uh, axis is Iran. And he makes this point that China is building 50 new massive coal plants. They're going to be producing five times as much coal as we are. He talks about how Russia and Iran want to take over the oil and gas markets. And it see, this seems very dangerous to me. You talked about the Cold War and how Reagan won by building up our economy. I'm afraid that we are ceding control of the world energy markets to our enemies in this bill. Well, and needlessly so uh, in terms of coal. We're now we're developing technology uh, to make for a cleaner coal uh, uh, in various ways. And so uh, we should be a huge coal exporter. Uh, we have, by the way, Steve, the we, have the cl- we have the cleanest coal in the world. And we have the cleanest uh, oil and gas compared yes. to Russia and some other places. Right. And so uh, we, we, we should be an energy provider to the world. And this gets to one of our strengths. Uh, at least we have it so far, is that unlike just about any other country in the world, in America, private citizens are allowed to own the minerals underground. That's right. In other countries, you don't. You can own the land, but not the minerals. So you have this travesty like of Europe and Britain, a lot of uh, natural gas that they could uh, be getting out of the ground through fracking and other technologies, Mm -hmm. but it just remains there because they don't do it. Whereas if individuals could do it, that's why we have a thriving wildcat industry in this country. Exactly. That's how we develop fracking, because of the non-biggies, the, the real entrepreneurs found a way to extract that natural gas in a way that had never been done before yeah. economically. Well, Steve, it, yeah. it just breaks my heart that we're ceding control. We should be the world leader in all. And we were under Trump, and now we're giving that up for windmills. And <laughs> I don't see how we're going to fund you know, a $22 trillion economy with windmills. I think it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. By the way, uh, my guest, the, the gentleman you've been listening to, of course, is the great Steve Forbes, who, by the way, is a co-partner of mine in the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. And I hope you will get our hotline, uh, which is free. Just go to our website. And um, Steve, thanks so much for joining this this afternoon. I hope you have a great weekend and keep up the good work. We need your voice so, so much more, now more than ever. Uh, Steve Forbes, thanks so much for joining. Thank, thank you. And we'll keep up the good fight. Oh, and I, I forgot to mention your new book, which is Inflation, which is a great read. You can read that book in about three nights. And it is, a, it is the best explanation of how we have let prices get out of control. Stop. ED is no laughing matter. This could be caused from low T, high blood pressure, or diabetes. Elevate Wellness can help. 
40% of men over 40 have experienced this. Make the call to Elevate Wellness now. 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. The office visit is only $99 and includes exam, blood work, test dose, and consultation. Call Elevate Wellness. 973-354-2276. Or elevatewellnessgroup.com. 